This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is our preview of the upcoming replay, the FA Cup replay. Sunderland versus Fulham at the Stadium of Light. This is the replay, and we're going to be talking about it in this episode for the next 15 to 20 minutes. Should be an interesting match on Wednesday. I look forward to it. It should be interesting to see what the approach of both sides are going to be in this match. Let's just start off by saying I've gained a lot of respect for Sunderland. They deserve to be where they are with a chance to move on in the FA Cup. So do Fulham, and we'll talk about that in this upcoming episode. Before I move on, just want to mention, as always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. want to mention, as always, now, if you do listen on Apple Podcasts, please do give us a review. Give us a rating. It will help other Fulham supporters find us. We'd really appreciate that. We continue to do a show as often as possible. I am just want to prove the fact that you can talk about Fulham each and every day. I might not be able to do it every day, but I'm trying to do it each and every day. I'm happy to be on here once again to do a quick show for you. So let's not waste any time. Let's get to it. Let's do our quick preview of this match. We have to start here. Before we talk about Sunderland, and I do want to talk about Sunderland and give them the credit that they really deserve heading into this FA Cup match, I want to talk about Marco Silva because he has a touchline ban for this match. And this does it change much? Well, I'm going to share what Marco Silva stated on the Fulham website, and this is on the Fulham Twitter account. This is from Marco Silva about the ban. Quote, It will be strange, not something natural, not something normal. Even though it's not good for me, for the players, it will be the same. They will be ready. And I truly believe they will be ready. He might not be there, but you still have the second in command, Luis Balmorte. The game plan will be there. The players know what they need to do. 
So I don't think much is going to change the fact that Marco Silva is not going to be on the touchline. But it is a story, so I guess we should talk about it. But beyond that, I don't expect this to have really much of an impact on this match on Wednesday. But he won't be there, and it's too bad. But you know what? I do like the fiery side of Marco. And also, I think it also shows in his players. His persona, I think, has been taken on by his players. Listen, Fulham are an aggressive side. They get a lot of yellow cards. And I think that comes to the approach of Marco Silva and his personality. And to to be honest with you, this shouldn't be a shock that he has a touchline ban because he is a little bit vocal. He might seem understated, but... He does share his thoughts on what's going on during matches. So for me, it shouldn't be too much of a surprise, but I don't think it's going to have much of an impact on this match for Fulham against Sunderland at the Stadium of Light. So let's start here as we talk about Sunderland. And as I started the show, huge respect for Sunderland. They've been through a lot these last several years. I've mentioned this on on a prior show. I did watch Sunderland till I died the two seasons. And uh, I just felt for everyone at the club. I felt for all the supporters, it was difficult to watch because it was literally like watching a slow train wreck. And it was just terrible. But the fact that they're now coming out the other side is actually a very good story. So I wish them only the best moving forward. They have a very good manager in Tony Mowbray. Excellent manager, I think, in Tony Mowbray. They've got some really good young talent, and they have some players that are looking for basically probably something to prove, Patrick Roberts being one of them. So this is a team that has earned my respect, and I have a feeling has earned many supporters of Fulham's respect because they really played well the first time around. So with all due respect to Sunderland, we want Fulham to win, but we want them, at least I want them, to know that uh, we respect what they did in the first match and we wish them the best. I wish them the best moving forward. Okay. So let's talk about the players to watch. And it's pretty obvious if you watched the match at Craven Cottage, you have Patrick Roberts, who we know, Jack Clark, who you might know as well, but Ahmad was a very dangerous player. They have some very dangerous young players to look out for. In that 4 2 3 1, Could Ahmad play a little bit different role? I've been reading a little bit about that. Maybe play a false nine? Possibly. But these are three players that uh, Fulham are going to have to really account for. They really are because I think that they can cause Fulham some problems. I thought they did in the first matchup. So I hope Marco and Boa have taken into consideration these three players when you look forward to this upcoming match because these are the three players I'd be looking at They have a lot of young talent, and that's what's encouraging if you're a Sunderland supporter that the future is bright and you have some players to build around. Okay, so now let's talk about Tony Mowbray. And as I mentioned before, I'm going to ask a question. Does Tony Mowbray have the edge with Marco Silva's ban? And I'm here to tell you he doesn't. I think Tony Mowbray is a very good manager and will have his team prepared to play against Fulham. And it sounds like based on what I've been reading, he respects – who Fulham are and doesn't take really too much stock into the fact that they've lost a few matches or they just had a draw against Chelsea. He knows how good Fulham are. And Mowbray knows that even from last season. So 
He's got my respect, but I will say this. I don't think that Silva not being there is going to cause too much of a difference. I still tactically give the advantage to Silva. He'll have his team ready to go. I think it'll be two teams that will set up with a 4-2-3-1. But the question will be, what will be the approach by both sides? Because both sides have big matches coming up on the weekend and then moving forward. So will they go for it? And I'm here to tell you that I really hope both sides go for it. I, I, I want a cup run. I'm going to say it right now. But I want a cup run, but I don't want the league to be in jeopardy with a cup run. And I'll explain that when I talk about my starting 11. I think Fulham should put out a very strong side within reason. And you'll hear my reason when I do get to that. But what will be the approach of Tony Mowbray? Will he be making changes? I've been reading that potentially he might make a few because he has decisions to make within the championship as well. So it's going to be a little bit of a chess match to see what both sides bring out for their starting 11 and their benches. But both managers here, I think, are going to take the cup very seriously, and they should. The question will be the approach from Sunderland compared to Fulham. Now, Fulham had the majority of the possession at Craven Cottage. Will it be different at the Stadium of Light? It might be. It might be a little bit different, but if it is, if Sunderland have more of the ball, I know this might sound strange to the Sunderland supporters, but that might actually work into the advantage of Fulham because Fulham are an extremely great counterattacking side. So if Sunderland have the ball more than they did the first time around, I say advantage to Fulham because I know Fulham will just wait for their opportunities. I still think Fulham will have the majority of the ball, but if it is leaned even or in the favor of Sunderland, I think that might be a little bit of an advantage to Fulham to beat Sunderland on the counter, but we'll see who has more of the possession of the ball. It'll be an interesting situation. I do expect Fulham to still have the majority of it, but if it's different because Sunderland are home and, and they have more in themselves to, to carry more of the ball, things could be a little bit different. So it'll be an interesting to see how both sides approach this game, especially Sunderland. Will they try to take it to full, or will they sit back? They're at home. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. If they take it to full, I think that works in Fulham's favor. So that goes to what should be the approach of Fulham for this match. And I'm going to say the approach of Fulham should be to take it to Sunderland if that is the way the match is going. And again, they're the Premier League side. They should be aggressive. They are an aggressive side. And they should really just be putting the pressure on. They should be pressing. They should be doing what they do. Marco Silva knows only one way. And that's to go right at you. So I hope that's what we see in this match. And they need to get that early goal. As we see with Fulham, when, when they don't get the early goal, it's not that they struggle. It's just that it might take them a little bit to get that equalizer. So for me, major key in this match is going to be who gets the early goal. First match, it was Sunderland. And what's interesting about this, Fulham need to be switched on at all times because one mistake, as we saw in the first match, Sunderland will take advantage of it. They don't have any fear of Fulham. And that 
has earned my respect, but I'll say the same thing. Fulham have no fear of Sunderland by the way that they play under Marco Silva. So you're going to have two teams playing with no fear, which should make for a very entertaining match if you're asking me. So that leads to how does Fulham win this match? And like I said, it really is about getting that early goal, taking it to Sunderland. If you are having less of the ball, beating them on the counter, but I think that they're, the onus is going to be to Fulham to win this match. And they're going to have to, I believe, in the end, take it to Sunderland to win. So that's what I'm thinking. Okay, coming up next, I'm going to share my starting 11 and then also my prediction for the match. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Okay. So here is my starting 11. And I'm not sure if this is going to be Marco's starting 11, but this is what I would do. I would go with Rodak as your goalkeeper. I'm going to go with Kenny Tete. I'm going to say, let's go with Kenny Tete as your right back. I'm going to go with Tosin and Diop. I'm going to go with, as my left back, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to go with Kurzawa. I'm going to give him another chance. I'm going to go with Kurzawa. So there's a part of me that wants to say Anthony Robinson, but I think you do need to rest a few players for the Premier League match. So I'm saying Anthony Robinson on the bench. In the middle of this is interesting because I'm going to go with what Marco did the last time. I'm going to go with Paulinho, Kearney, and Pereira. I'm going to rest Harrison Reed. On the left, I'm going with Manor Solomon. On the right, I'm going with Harry Wilson. And up front, I'm going to go with Vinicius. That's going to be my starting 11. I'm going to rest Mitro. I'm going to rest him. I'm also going to rest William. I think they need to rest a few players. This is not a disrespect to Sunderland. I think this lineup takes the cup seriously. I, I think it does. But they do need to rest a few players heading into that match coming up on the weekend. So for me, rest a few players. It's okay. As long as you put out a fairly strong side. The one question might be maybe to play both starting fullbacks. Maybe go with Anthony Robbins. Maybe play Tim Ream instead of uh, Tosin. But I'm going with Tosin and Diop. I'm changing up just a little bit, and Rodak is fine in that, as we've seen. Okay, so before I finish up with my prediction, let's see what people are saying. Let's see. This is from my friend Chris Goodwin. If you're going to get a band better, the FA Cup than a league game, absolutely. This is from Chris also. Would you play Mitro or put him on the bench, Russ? I think I've already answered that. 
Mitro's on the bench, my friend. This is also from Wayne. I think that Sunderland are a good side, but I think we'll win against Sunderland. Okay. Well, that's going to lead to my prediction. And I'm going to go with a 2-1 to Fulham victory. I think Fulham are going to win this match. It's not going to be easy. But I think they're going to win this match 2-1. to But I think that Fulham are going to know that they really had to work for it to get the victory. They're going to have to work at it. And that's the bottom line. Because Sunderland have a very good manager with some, I think, very good players in the championship. And they're building something. They deserve our respect. That's just my opinion. I think Sunderland deserve our respect. But I'm going with a 2-1 to foam victory. That's what I'm going at. That's how I feel about this match. Okay. So let's see what else we got for predictions. This is from Wayne. He's going 3-1 to to foam. Come on, foam. And my friend Chris says, has foam winning 1-0 in extra time. No, Chris, I, I can't deal with extra time. Please, no. But okay, extra time. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I might have to. But we'll see what happens. Okay. But I'm going 2-1 to to foam. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. As always, I can't thank everyone enough for watching and listening to all of the episodes. It means a lot to me that you continue to watch and listen to the shows. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. Please leave us a rating. It does help other phone supporters find us. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this quick episode of Cottage Talk. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.